Welcome to Draw One Last Breath Horror Podcast. My name's Matt. And I'm Paul. Welcome to episode 91. And boy, have we got an episode for you. We are watching from Netflix just dropped, Siren. It is an old movie, but it's just dropped. Also, Paul's pulled a really cool question for something to scream about that we'll get onto a bit later. And not only that, I pulled a movie from the vault last episode. And it's going to be Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. How are you doing, young son? Oh, yeah, beautiful, mate. Lovely. That's my little chainsaw. That's a great sound effect. I thought it was real. <laughs> we had a real chainsaw there. I have. It's just hidden from view. <laughs> we won't talk about that. Um, <laughs> how have you been anyway, mate? What's been going on? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. I've um, been up to a few things. I went to MCM at the weekend, just gone. Yeah, any horror, horror icons there? Nope. <laughs> it was pretty bad, actually. I mean, we basically, I only wanted to go out to take the, take the kids and the family out just for a day out. Um, but literally, it, was, it might as well have been, just been called Anime Con. It was just anime, anime characters everywhere, cosplay characters everywhere. There was very, very little horror. Very nothing, wrong, nothing wrong with anime. Plenty of horror in anime. Yeah, not this anime. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was good. It was a nice day out. But yeah. What about yourself? Yeah, I've been, um, I haven't been away or anything, but I've been watching a few, few things. I have watched, rewatched and watched the latest episode, the uh, latest season of uh, What We Do in the Shadows. So I said uh, last episode that the series has dropped onto Disney Plus, mm-hmm. but only season one and two. Um, so I just thought, sod it, I'm going to watch those two. I haven't watched them for a while. Fucking funny. Love it. All the episodes are absolutely fantastic. And then I was on BBC iPlayer and the third season's on there. Nice. So I've watched the third, latest season now as well, which is that, uh, is that brand new as well. Brand new. It's well, literally, you remember the, those glorious posters that we saw like a couple of months ago? Mm, like neon colours and all mm. that. Yeah, they're really cool. Yeah, mate. It doesn't disappoint as well. It's such a cool thing. It's got everything from like sirens to like ghosts. Um, you know, obviously werewolves again. It, it, it sort of goes along the old supernatural route and stuff and brings all, all sorts in there. And they're, they're just, it's just quirky and funny. And Taika Wahiti makes another, uh, Great appearance in the final season, which is fantastic. Oh, I'll have to watch that. Yeah, I definitely. definitely. I promise you, I will get on it. I'll definitely get on it. Nice. Um, other than that, I watched a movie that we thought we were going to review, and you watched it too, but we obviously changed our mind because we thought it was absolute dog shit. So it's on Netflix now. It's called Hypnotic. It stars Kate Spiegel, which is what was appealing about it. Fucking, that was like pulling teeth. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was a struggle. <laughs> it was it was a bit dry, wasn't it? It was just yeah, not very good. Plus it it, it wasn't that horrible. More of a thriller really. Yeah, but you know, somebody might dig it, but it, I don't think it was for us. No. So we changed it right at the last second. Woo! Yeah, and I think uh, we've got a nice little treat to talk about in a, in a bit. Um other than that, yeah, I haven't really watched any other horror. I saw, I think we should get on some news because there's a lot going on. Well, not a lot going on, there's some bits coming on the news that we want to talk about. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I just one last thing. I finished Squid Game. Oh, what do you think? What do you think? How it tied it up? Crazy man, crazy. Obviously, we've since been told now they've they've uh, okayed a season two, which was probably quite obvious. But yeah, it's it's good. I loved it. I really enjoyed it. Really, Did really. you see the twist ending? Um, what do you mean with the old with the old man? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. For you know, for the there's the game where they're down the streets and they're playing the Marvels game. Um, I I thought I was like, is he playing the game completely? Is he just pretending to be forgetting and stuff like that? And then then once that ended, I thought, oh, that's it. But no, I didn't see that. I did not see that twist coming. It was it was a good twist. Um, but but yeah, I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, really good fun. Would you watch Squid Game 2? What, another series? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because, yeah. I mean, they, the, the possibilities are endless, aren't they? they could, if they'd be really creative with, with the games, you know. And not to liken it like Saw or something, but, like, they're obviously traps. But these are games and magnitude. I can imagine it will get... They'll probably go bigger and better for the next one. Do you know what I mean? More gruesome, maybe do bigger games and stuff like that. But... The, the 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 plot is going to thicken, isn't it, and stuff like that. It's interesting uh, where they're going to take the character and stuff. But yeah, I, 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 I really liked it. I hope that it keeps pushing people into like Korean horror. I mean, there's a new one coming on, isn't it? Hellbound or something like that, which is um, coming out soon. Yeah, I mean, it spurred me to go and actually pick up uh, Battle Royale because ah, so did I you rewatch like, that? I, I love that movie. I haven't watched it recently, but. Um, I just went, I got it on, the, it was in the Arrow sale, so I thought I'd pick it up because it had loads of, like, nods to that in places. And also at MCM, there was loads of people dressed uh, in the, the tracksuits. And there was loads of the um, the guards with the face masks everywhere. It was crazy. There's quite a few of those everywhere. But yeah, it was, um, it was good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Believe the hype, guys. Get involved. <laughs> Be one of the minions. Um, yeah, okay, then let's get on to some bloody news then. All right, I'll kick this bad boy off. With something along the lines of Squid Game, there's a, a new movie that's been in development with TriStar Pictures. Um, they've acquired a movie called Ultra, which is a survival thriller um, scripted by Colin Bannon, um, which names Squid Game for the, for the recent appetite for survival projects. And... He did actually say that he wrote it before Squid Game, but whatever. It's um, yeah. Uh, apparently, the protagonist is an ultramarathon runner involved in a deadly race, um, and they say it could be Squid Game-ish, but I say it sounds, but it's maybe like Battle Royale or mm. the most dangerous game. Um, yeah, so it just could be another another thing along the Squid Game bandwagon. They're gonna come, they're gonna come out. They're going to come out, but you know, Battle Royale come first, and I'm sure there was what something before that. So, <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. Um, but we should see. That looks quite interesting. Um, Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead. We have not talked about Pumpkinhead enough because it's weird. Um, but Paramount are making a remake. Interesting. Of Pumpkinhead. It's in production. We're waiting for some director news to see who's on board doing it. It was a really weird movie. 
Lance Hedrickson. It, it was a bit weird. The monster's fucking creepy. You know what? I remember it being very slow. Yeah, and it's not so. It's like, uh, we haven't picked it yet, but it's not something I'm in a hurry. It's along the Nightbreed route, so. How <laughs> dare you! <laughs> no chance, mate. There's there's a massive thing in the news, though, mate. I'm I'm gonna push this into our our conversation. Well, let's talk God. about No Way Home, the Spider Man yeah. trailer. Let's talk about it, man, because it's dark. Mm-hmm. So it was all about the villains. Mm-hmm. We yeah. got absolute, so absolute taste. Anyone who doesn't want to listen to what the Spider-Man trailer, blah, 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 switch off now because, okay. So we get to see Sandman. We get to see the lizard dude and Doc Ock. It's a well, dude. Yeah, Doc Ock. Um, Electro, Jamie Foxx's uh, Electro. We get, you know, Sinister Six. It's all mm. other. There's five of them. Who's the sixth? Because we get to hear Green Goblin, and we don't get to see what kind of state Green Goblin's in, which is quite interesting. They're keeping that one on the on the download, just chucking his pumpkins everywhere. But it is William Defoe's voice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Hundred percent. It just looks creepy. It, the whole story is like, obviously, it's quite dark anyway. He's trying to hide. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like, this is like him at his lowest, isn't it? And it's like, everything's gone wrong. And it just, every every trailer we've seen is Peter Parker just like completely pissed off, gutted, upset. Everything's going wrong. It's going to shit. But this is where they're setting us up. They're setting us up. Because it's going to be mental. You know all the other Spider-Men are going to come in. They're going to save the day together. And it's going to be immense. You know, not not one, not two, but three Spider Men just go like going for it. And yeah, they, yeah. you know, they've got to have they've got to have like a middle of the film where they meet, where they where they're gonna like literally riff off each other, and it's gonna be awesome. And then they just come together at the end and fight. I'm gonna call it now. Yeah. There is no Tobey Maguire and there's no Andrew Garfield in the movie. I'm gonna call it right now because I don't want to see that movie. I don't want to see those two. To be honest, <laughs> I, Maguire, I thought it was alright. I don't mind Andrew Garfield, to be honest. I don't mind those Spider-Man movies, Seriously. to be quite honest. But am I going to cheer if all three of them are on the same stage? Probably not. I won't cheer, but I love it. Like, you know, it'd be good fun. Chuck Miles Morales in there as well. That'd be quality. That'd just be awesome. Up. Yeah, mate. I'm with we'll and 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 Spider Pig. Mm, Spider Pig, yeah. Spider Pig, yeah. That'd be cool. And I do mean the one from The Simpsons, by the way. Not, not Mr. Porky or whatever it is. Of course, of course. <laughs> Have you seen some new trailers that are out? Go on. Have you seen the Gamera de Toro's Nightmare Alley trailer, trailer yet? Oh, no, I meant to watch it. Looks quite interesting. From the trailer, it doesn't give up loads of stuff, and it doesn't look total horror. But there must be some kind of horror aspect there. A good trailer, is it? Yeah, it looks interesting. Really, really interesting. However, I did watch a trailer that you need to watch if you haven't watched it. It looks fucking crazy. Um, it's called Death to Metal. Death to Metal, okay. Yeah. So it centers around a priest that's obviously got an issue with metal music. Uh, and then something happens that he gets sacked from, like, from the clergy or whatever it is. He gets let go. So he goes on a rampage 
but gets turned into a, um, like some kind of mutant because he crashes into some toxic waste. And then he just goes around killing people that are in metal bands. And it's made, um, it's directed by the same girl, guy that did um, Psycho Gorman. Um, I don't think it's in the exact same vein, but it's definitely like slightly comedy horror. But the trailer looks insane. There's like heads going everywhere, eye gouges and loads of like practical effects. Shit. It looks right up our street, mate. It's just fucking crazy. It looks good. You need to go watch it. Uh, the trailer. It's called Death to Metal. Death to Metal. Okay, yeah. I will try and catch that one. I don't know what it's coming to because it, it hasn't said that it, what it's going to be on yet. But that looks it, it looks quite crazy. Oh, cheers! Anything else? Uh, one last thing. Um, another trailer I watched called um, Death Valley. So okay. this, this one is interesting. Um, it's a gory movie. A gory monster movie um, called Death Valley. Uh, it's coming to Shudder, apparently for the holiday season. Whether we'll see it, I don't know. Um, and it looks especially suited for fans of Resident Evil featuring Practical Creature. Um, this one looks to be ripped from the same cloth as the upcoming reboot Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. And you'll see what I mean when you watch the friggin' trailer, mate. But it is, it's got like monsters in it. Um, it looks like it, it's got like a band of people that are going in to do something with, with guns and stuff. So it looks slightly kind of like Resident Evil-y, but there's fucking creatures and shit. And it's not CGI shit either. It looks like practical effects stuff. So it looks really cool. Oh, I'm all for that. I will check the trailer out for that as well. Yeah, Death right. Valley. And Death Valley and Death to well, Anything else from you, dude? Nothing else from me. No exciting toy toy lines or anything like that no however i do want to really quickly talk about one thing that i saw at mcm and i completely forgot to tell you about when you were a kid did you ever have these yogurts called fiendish feet yes yeah i mean i I wasn't i hated yogurt i wasn't a yogurt fan but i think one of them was like a chocolate well they came in pots that were like one was frankenstein one was a mummy one was yeah like Dracula. One was pink. And one was pink like a gooey monster. I think it might have been so. But they were coming pots with little feet. Oh. Some guy at the convention actually was made them into like action figures, like on card, so you could get them. And they were each character. They were insane. I just, it's such a, such a big, massive hit from like when I was a kid. I remember eating them all the time. Fiendish feet. I think there might have even been a cartoon made from them. I think you're right, or some. Or I don't know if I'm thinking of the trailer. I know, I know, like um, Boglins. You know, we were talking about that Kickstarter yeah. ages ago. I know yeah. now it's that works because I was on uh, Lost Universe. Yeah. The other day, and there is shitloads of Boglins. They're all about forty quid or two for seventy five. But there's a selection that you. Oh can really? Of Boglins, so that's firmly taken off. Yeah, yeah. That is fantastic to see. You can buy Boglins again. Brilliant. Awesome stuff. Not that I'm, you know, going to Lost Universe. I'm not sponsoring this episode. (laughs) Feel free to give us some stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on to our main review. Stew time. We don't want anything getting back to the bride-to-be. Let's light this up! Sucks. My brother's getting married and I have to deliver. I know a place. You probably get you in. 
This is a bad idea. Where the hell are we? Don't lose them. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's turning. Follow him. Okay, this episode's main review is a film called Siren from 2016. A bachelor party becomes a savage fight for survival when the groomsmen unwittingly unleash a fabled predator upon the festivities. Okay, so we know this is not an up-to-date movie, but we could not review Hypnotic. Could not even find anything decent to talk about. So we've been after this for a while. Um, It stems from the first story of uh, VHS. The original VHS, um, which they made, which which was um, all about this siren, um, and it's it was such a great story when when we watched it, it was really got us into this new anthology series VHS straight in there with this absolutely um, hyp- hypnotic uh, episode um, all about this siren, and you know we, we we didn't know she was a siren until right at the end, and it was so fiendish, and it was awesome. We were like, that needs to be a fucking whole movie and then and then i remember you saying they're making that into a movie and here it fucking is and we haven't seen it yet and it's the same it's the same actress who played her it is indeed we follow four chaps um jonah rand his brother mac and uh elliot who are on a fucking stag do and they're getting away you know they're going on the stag do and they're gonna go to i don't know some kind of green sea or some somewhere and they go to a strip club and it's not what they not what they want. Meet a guy and he's like a bit like in hostel. We know I know something better. You know, follow me. And they end up going to this big house and shit goes down. Matthew. Yes, <laughs> what did you think of the uh, of the initial uh, movie? Obviously, I just talked about the synopsis. But what did you think about the first like five minutes? Of the movie, yeah, yeah, um, pretty kind of standard to start with, isn't it? Like a, a kind of road trip buddy movie, um, like you think, oh, you know, obviously they want more, um, kind of they go to that rundown kind of strip joint, which is quite funny because there are some comedic moments in this movie, which are quite, which is quite funny, but then, um, yeah. When that age old thing of like, yeah, come, like, you should come to this place because it's way better. Um, and then they decide to follow the guy, right? Yeah. I mean, what, what about like, the, I mean, the first part of this movie is like initially before the, um, there's like a little prequel. Isn't oh, it? shit. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Where, yes. where like this person captures the siren at the start mm. or finds mm. it. And I don't get, and at the moment it's like a little girl, we assume, I'm assuming, in a church. Is yeah, that right? Something she, like she that. She seems quite young. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's, there's the, um, there's a guy that obviously knows what he's doing. Cause he's like, they've obviously un- unearthed some kind of ritual kind of place. And he's like saying that they're amateurs cause they're not doing it right. And then he finds this girl slash what is she creature type thing. And he and he know he kind of knows what he's doing, doesn't he? So he's almost like a some kind of hunter dude, like a Van Helsing type thing. That's what um, we thought, didn't it? We yeah. thought he was like the good guy, but mm, mm. 
Yeah, and then he um he kind of manages to trap her. And then yeah, then it ends for kind of there and it cuts away to to what we just discussed. Our four heroes. How how many did it say how many years later? Was it like twelve? Was it four no, years? No. I didn't see that. It's, it's many years later anyway. Yeah, many years later. And she's an older and you know, the lads go into this like house, this S and M house. Whatever it I, God knows, isn't it? Like what is going on with the rooms? That like there's many rooms with many strange things going on. Yeah. We're assuming this must be take place before VHS, before she's out on her own. Because um, they go to a room and it's like it's like that. It's like Simon Stagg do. You know, we go into a back room. Oh God. And uh and some naughty stuff's gonna happen. Um they take the groom away, old Jonah, and uh put him in front of Yeah, 'cause there's there's some ra- rules. They're like he's getting married in a week and they're like that he's cool, he'll do anything but not sex. Not allowed to have sex. It's 'cause he's getting married not no way is he gonna do that. Well the best man's his brother rules were was it no phones and uh no saying no. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking anything, wow. like shrooms. Yeah. They take shrooms. They are taking, they do take shrooms as well. <laughs> yeah. Frank just in. But he does get him put in front of this siren who does a little thing and we get a little she's, bit. She, she's basically closed in this room. It's like a weird seedy window, isn't it? And she's obviously locked in this room and. Like something out of Amsterdam. Don't know, mate. I haven't been. Um. <laughs> You're the you're the expert. Um, yeah, so it's kind of and then yeah, she does this weird thing, doesn't she? Like a um, a, a kind of like a song, um, like that gets in his head, and he's just seeing all what I can imagine is previous partners he's had sex with. Yeah, it's like, it's like a sex a sex montage dream kind of thing going on. Yeah, and and he gets excited, and um, I think he uh, basically. Spaffs off. Do you want to say come? Yeah, he has. He definitely finishes. He definitely finishes, and then he's like discarded almost. Um, obviously, she's doing him some kind of spell, and then it's like now she fancies him, and now she wants him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he discovers that she's locked in there, and it's like against her will. Um, but. The, 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 I'll tell you what, one of the things I struggled with this was, was, with, was the casting of the guys. I felt they were slightly weak, um, kind of like, as in characters, they didn't have much about them, including the main guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, they could have used different, there was definitely some interesting choices there. There was very low budget, low production value and all that sort possibly, of stuff. Possibly it would be that, yeah. Which is fine because of what the you know it was coming off the back of VHS and stuff like that and um, I don't I didn't mind that I thought she was great I think um, the she, she is the uh, selling point of this movie yeah she she was in VHS she's just um, there's yeah, something about her she's really interesting looking and the way they've done the siren and well they've done the creature is fantastic even if they had a CGI tail but uh, yeah. I, could, I could ignore that and the fact the rest of it just looked very very kind of cool. They cleverly, they cleverly used the kind of like effects very cleverly, didn't they? Like, there's like a lot of assumption and a lot of like off-screen stuff, but then when you do see things, it's pretty cool. Yeah, what was going on with her head? 
yeah, what like one minute she's normal and then like it's almost like she has this thing appear on her head and her like jaw widens and she's got big teeth, isn't she? That is essentially she, what a siren is, is she can eat shit. You know, she just yeah, they're like shape shifters. They kind of change. I don't know. I don't really know all the ins and outs. Uh, it's probably all from sea shanties and stuff like that, wasn't it? Where sailors got drawn in um, to kind uh, of like. I know you made me watch Spring from Benson yeah. and Morehouse, and that was fantastic version of bit of a siren and stuff. And that was very shape shifty and stuff like that. And yeah. This, she this one could fly and all sorts of stuff and could do <clears> quite <throat> interesting. Had a tail with that could fuck you up. It's really cool. And it you know well, pretty, yeah. Okay, yeah, but oh my god, we, right? Okay, so this movie takes an interesting turn uh, when when they sort of free her, and um, you know yeah, we do get a he, bit. Of, he just wants to get her out, doesn't he? I mean, and just free her. I don't know. He he doesn't fancy her. He just wants to get her out. But yeah, but she has an ulterior motive because she takes a liking to him, doesn't she? And his, his scent is a lot to do with this movie. Like his scent, she likes it. She wants to mate with him, um, and have him. So this is where it gets a bit weird. It's a bit of cat and mouse, isn't there? It's like him trying to get away from her, and her very much, or you know, the siren very much trying to sort of find him. And you know, she kills. There's a great scene actually, a really, really interesting scene when he's got the headphones on. And it, yeah. when it sort of like blocks out all the all all the sound and that sort of little montage in the cafe of her going yeah. around the computer, that was really cool and really well shot. Yeah, it was very clever. And again, they they used the camera trickery really well. And it's yeah, because if they blocked sound out, she can't enchant them, I suppose, and um, manipulate them and stuff with with a with a singing. But yeah, that was really cool. I enjoyed that that scene. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, the scene of the movie is when she, when the siren, I'll keep wanting to say she, but you got to assume, I mean, I don't know she, if it's a female, but it's, it's whatever it is, wants him and he does not want any part of it. And she throws him into a pit <coughs> and does, does the little singing thing, you know, hypnotizes him and then just proceeds to fuck him. Well, she's a bit disappointed, I think, because he's not getting a boner. And she's like, hang on, what's going on here? So then she does a little song, doesn't she? To, to, to make him see all his previous partners and stuff again. And put him in that trance. But what does she do with the tail? <laughs> the, all I can think of is that she, she's got a tail that acts as other things. And you see the tail go round the back and she's clearly riding him and the tail clearly gets inserted into the man's anus. There's it has to be. Unless he's just pickling it. There's a G spot up there, that's what I've heard. And so. he gives the biggest scream. <laughs> <laughs> but she essentially does rape him because he's she, like she raped him. She she just keeps for some reason she has to put him in this hole as well. I don't know why. <laughs> but she keeps chucking him in this hole to do it. Must be their their kind of thing. What sirens do, they like to do it in the dirt. But he, the way he's walking in the morning, in he definitely had, you know, some. I mean, he's limping anyway because yeah, his leg. Yeah. After this mate, he's walking like John Wayne. Yeah, that was interesting. But again, he escapes again, and he gets captured by the dudes who also want the siren back. And you know, again, it's again the titular sort of cat and mouse sort of 
thing with. I quite like that a, dude, a the, the, the the kind of monster hunter dude. I thought he had quite. He was quite a good actor, and he had a good rapport, and a, and he obviously researched his character and made him like his own and stuff because he's like quippy and stuff. Yeah, and, and really interesting. And then there's another character which is. It's, it's almost like another monster that we haven't really talked about, which is the barmaid, which is, I, is she Medusa? Like a, a kind of, some kind of weird enchanting thing where she takes off her hair and she's got these kind of slug things on her head. I thought they were leeches. Leeches, yeah. And then she inserts them in the back of people's necks to get their kind of memories. That's just weird. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's slight. It's really weird. There's more to this house. There's more to the house. Yeah. Like other, he's got other um, creatures or entities doing stuff. Yeah. It's weird. There's, it'd be interesting to see more of what's going on in that house. Yeah, because one one they look in and there's like a, it's almost like a ghost woman. Yeah. She's a woman, then she turns into a ghost. And then there's another room where there's like all these satanic dudes stood around a circle, like in a circle watching these two people having sex. There's <laughs> just like some fucking weird shit going on in that house, man. Yeah, it, was, it was quirky. It was, it was cool. Um, it's all right. Put it for your mate. Oh, thanks, mate. Um, but yeah, so obviously, she, you know, the f- f- crescendo, if you like, the finale. Um, is much about like trying to get the siren back and, um, that fails and she goes around killing everyone. There's some good splatter, some blue blood, some good gore, some good special effects. I, I quite enjoyed that scene. Um, I like the flying bits where, where you see the first person camera where it's like leaves the restaurant. It's almost, it must be some drone work or something because it pulls up and it's like really cool camera work because it makes you feel a little bit, whoa, because it's like, yeah. Pans up real far, doesn't it? Like, and you think, fuck, if she dropped him, you'd yeah. be fucked. Definitely. I, I, I did, and I, I did enjoy this, me watching this movie. It's, it's good, interesting. And, and, it had, and it had a good ending. It had a really good ending. Um, I had a better ending, but we'll, I'll talk about it. I want that. to discuss about your ending, but the ending of the movie is like, you know, he, he thinks he gets away. He thinks he's sort of left her alone and married and gone to his wedding and with his missus. And then, like, having a nice little moment fucking upstairs, and then suddenly he pops downstairs. Yeah. And it's like, his missus is on the, on the couch. He's, what is he, who's he just been with? And lo and behold, she's just like, had enough. I'm having you. And, uh, just takes him. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So that, I would, I would have so wrote a better ending than that. I'm sorry, but I liked the ending, but I would have been like, I would have had her fucking turn up, right? With a fucking baby siren, they, they missed a trick there. Like that's what I knew. I thought it's definitely gonna get. She's gonna turn up. She's either gonna be like fucking six months pregnant with a big belly or something, or she's literally gonna. It's gonna be like several years later, like seven years later, and she's gonna turn up with like another, like a baby or even twins, like twin sirens. She's gonna turn up and fuck up everyone and steal him. With the twins or something, I, I would have put something like that in there. It would have been crazy. Yeah, that would have been quite funny. But I quite <laughs> liked it. I liked the ending. I think it worked well. Um, all in well, all, we see a siren too. <laughs> I'd watch a siren too. I mean, obviously, there's lots of movies out there called Siren already, and lots of this. This, this is quite an interesting. But I think they went to town on this one. They didn't hold back. Um, it was an 18, and it was, um, you know, it was it's good. They could really explore this type of character further. 
And I'm yeah, it was nice to few. flesh her out and give her a bit of a, a little bit more of a backstory. Not much, but yeah. But that was the great. That was the great thing about VHS when it was when when we watched that first segment. It's so short, but it's so fucking good. Like that bit where she's whispering, and you can't really make out what she's saying, and you just think this girl's so fucked up. What's wrong? And then when it actually <clears throat> evolves, you're like, wow. That was so, a, it is so impactful. It really was. So it, it deserved the film, and, and I think they did it justice. I, I really, I really quite enjoyed it, to be honest. Nice little monster movie. Good shout on that one, Matt. Enjoyed it. Well, should we rate this? Yeah, movie? I'll probably give it about a seven. I think that's a fair, fair yeah. seven breaths out of ten. I definitely. definitely enjoyed it. I definitely got perspective to go and sort of explore the character more. She's great. I thought. I think she's mm. fantastic. Really interesting looking, and I like the way they did the creature. So, so yeah. apparently, the director that did it, I think, Craig Bishop. He's now just sold a script or a story. I can't remember what director spoiled it, but it's a big time director that's good, and it's apparently a really good script. And a company have bought it up, and they're going to make a big movie on it. So I'd be interested to see what that's going to be. Horror related, I'm guessing. I think so. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. More creature features, please. Hopefully. Right. Well, that's um, that's our discussion on Siren. What are we going to be doing next, Matt? What are we going to be... I don't know, Paul. Who are we going to call? I think we're going to have to call Ghostbusters! <laughs> bit, of, bit of Paul Rudd, bit of Finn Wolfhards, you know. We're going to be watching Ghostbusters Afterlife. It's got ghosts in it. It's comedy, fantasy, but it's still, as far as I'm concerned, in that genre. Will it it's be called... Afterlife or after birth. <laughs> after birth was interesting. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, next episode we'll be looking at Ghostbusters Afterlife. Join us. Right then. Now on to our something to scream about. What do you want from me? Why don't you run from me? What are you wondering? Right, so I posed Matt the question, um, mainly because, and I didn't say this earlier, I watched the finale, the final episode of American Horror Stories, which is called Game Over, which is based basically on this woman who's doing a video game um, on the murder house. Oh, cool. So it was quite interesting. It was a few twists and turns. It was sort of back to the murder house. We're almost back full circle to the first two episodes. It was quite cool. Um, so I thought, fucking well, what would I want to see done as a video game? What do I want to play? So I asked Matt the question. So what have you come up with, Matt? Well, we, we have had a lot of stuff like this already, haven't we? So we've had, you know, <clears throat> some great games out there like Resident Evil uh, me and you used to play the old uh, Alien 3 Mega Drive game. Oh, that was a dark one. Hard. There's been The Thing, which was amazing. Um, for, I think that was a PlayStation 2. Fucking hard, though. Um, and I put many hours on that and failed miserably. 
but I, I really had to think about this. And I well, I did, they've also done Friday the 13th, which is Oh, yeah, they've done you know, all that. Yeah, that's a yeah. big one, VR and all that sort of stuff. And they've done some yeah. versions of Nightmare on Elm Street back in the day, real 8-bit sort of games. Yeah, no, I did, obviously, oh, they've also done Pre- Predator for the Commodore 64 that I remember playing. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Um, but I thought, I really want to see some, I want a really good arcade game. So I went for like a shoot 'em up game. So you remember the, like the games you see in arcades where you have to have the guns. Yeah. And I would like to play a shoot 'em up game around critters. <laughs> That's a really cracking idea. How cool would that be? Like, so you you play like you know the guys, the bounty hunters, the one with the tits, yeah. Yeah, well, obviously. And then um, you have to save Earth from the critters. And you can have all like different sizes they're coming at you, different levels, like have a barn level where you're killing in the barn in the house. And then you can even have like the fucking massive rolling crit from Critters 3 in it coming at that. you. You've got to shoot them apart and like as more you take off, the smaller the ball gets before it gets to you. And um, it'd be fucking awesome, wouldn't it? <laughs> like, this is a really good idea. It'd be cool, wouldn't it? Like, and you can yeah. even have like, you know, the cows in it. So the cows get in the way, and you have to shoot the fucking cows out the way, and shit. And then you get like that that really cool like rocket launcher that they have and stuff, and you can like, use that. It'd be cool. You could even use that thing where they rebuild the house. You know, at the end, like yeah, rebuild things and stuff. I don't know. It's fucking crazy. Oh, but mate. I'd love to see you shooting them up game like that. I'm all for that. You could like take it into space where they go through the ship and stuff, and there's yeah, crates everywhere. Like, many of them. Oh mate, this is a genius idea. And remember, the spikes would be coming at you as well. They'd be shooting the spikes out of their back. You've got to shoot them before they get to you and stuff like that. It'd be awesome. I'm all for that. I want that made. I want to play on that. I'll, I'll write to, uh, what was that, Capcom. I'll write yeah, to Capcom. Capcom. They still going? Yeah, it must be. <laughs> Nemco. Nemco. I went a little bit darker. I went a little bit more um, personal, I suppose. Okay. And, um, I mean, I had a couple, but I'll, I'll talk about the other one in a minute, which I think you've probably poo poo but i was thinking the shining like as a vr headset game and oh, you're playing it mate i don't know if i'll be able to do that VR you play, you play as game. danny can you ride his little trike around the, on the car yeah. oh yeah you're riding his trike around that's that, that well you've got to get the trike at some point would it be like a you know like monkey island sort of thing where you have to go and do shit Different like rooms. find the key for this and then go yeah. and that, yeah, that'd be fucking awesome. Your RPG and little ghosts around every corner. You've got little boss levels like the the the, the twins and yeah. uh, and obviously the, there's obviously the dad at some point. Mate, there's a whole fucking level where you have to find something in the maze. I know. Like you have to you have to go to the maze and find your way out of the fucking maze to find something. And, and he's got his little powers to shine in. Someone needs to make that. That'd be fucking insane, especially <laughs> VR. It's a big hotel, man, so that'd be really, really dark. Oh, I mean, they sort of did it a little bit in um, Ready Player One, but, like, that was kind of a bit different in terms of what they were going for. But definitely, definitely sort of could see that happening. That'd be so cool. Or Humanoids from the Deep. (laughs) Oh, my God. And you play as the humanoid. (laughs) Oh, so you just got to destroy shit. I'd be up for that. Go around what, raping, VR again? raping, pillaging. God. <laughs> I don't know if I'd like to see that in VR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that'll be a dark one. 
you could play it from either side though. You could be you could choose. You could be like uh play as the the humanoid or you could play as a villager. Yeah. Or you could do online play where you you, you like all half of online is the humanoids and half of the villagers and stuff and you got to fight each other and shit. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I thought about Dead, I thought about Dawn of Dead and stuff, that's an obvious one, but they've also already done that in yeah. sort of Dead well, Rising. You played that, didn't you? Love that game. I think yeah. Dead Rising's a fantastic, like, I found it so hard, though. It, well, I found, I, all I wanted to do was get a weapon mm. and kill all the zombies, but you've got to get to the end of the game to kind of do that. So I let my brother complete, I let my brother complete it so I could just go around killing zombies. <laughs> I cool. didn't want to fight. I didn't want any of the sub story. I just wanted to go around hitting zombies. <laughs> Another good one would have been like um, maybe Evil Dead. That'd be a pretty cool like game. Like have it like a Resident Evil type um, kind of game. A game where you have to go around the woods and collect things and get some crazy shit happening. But we should get ones from the perspective of the of the. Um, you know, the villain. Like, I know you can play um, Jason in Friday the 13th, so you can play it and he's got to go around killing people. That would be really have cool. You, have, <laughs> you ever seen, have you ever seen those, though? Where you can play as, like, online play, like, live, and uh, you can be, like, the camp leaders and stuff, and you run around all the huts and stuff, and he hunts you down, and you got to hide from him and shit. And it looks fucking awesome. I've seen it online, and it just looks crazy. You've got to, like, literally, like... It'd be raining and it's really realistic and like you'll be hiding in a cupboard and you can see him walking around a room like just trying to look for you and stuff and he walks off and then you, you just find dead bodies and shit. Like I don't know why they haven't sold more property in sort of the horror genre. There must be more properties that we don't know about and stuff. Oh, there not. is. I speak to a guy at work and he he plays um RP um the VR games and he's, he's telling me about some horror games that sound insane. I must admit, what, I used to watch my brother on his PC, and there was, I don't even know what these games are called, um, but he was just, like, going to this, like, whole warehouse of things, and some of the creatures were, like, so freaking scary, man. Like, like in Silent Hill, maybe. It wasn't Silent Hill, it was just this no. random game, I can't even wait, I have to find out what it's called. But he would, like, go into one room, this person was, like, like a bit, it was almost like don't be afraid of the dark but it's not and it's like if you look at it it doesn't move and if you run away it suddenly fucking gets you it's just nuts it is proper fucking crazy man but yeah I love I love the idea of them but I just kind of like to watch people play them I might start getting into that I might start watching people play you're a, you're a voyeur I am a voyeur so yeah little fun idea that's why that's why I had in mind that was good fun cool good question to wait until next episode for our next Christmas coming up to our Christmas episode right without further ado let's get into it mate let's do your uh, movie from the vault 13 years ago audiences across America were horrified by the savagery of a faceless killer In the wake of this bizarre rampage, he vanished. Now, after more than a decade of silence, he has come out of hiding.
Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. The buzz is back. Directed by Toby Hooper. So, I had to do this one. I know this is your first time watching this, right? First time, yeah. Never seen this one before. Which is this going to be an interesting chat. So, um, yeah, I really wanted to pick this one. Um, I've got a little soft spot for it, so hopefully you like it. But it centers around a radio DJ, Stretch. Uh, she has an open request night and is playing the annoying phone pranking of two road trip party hard hoodlums. But things take a disturbing turn when the hoodlums meet their demise at the hands of a familiar chainsaw wielding maniacs. And then it goes on from there, which we need to discuss. So we're going to obviously talk full full spoilers about this movie, as always. Obviously directed by the great Toby Hooper, rest in peace. Starring stellar cast. Got to be be said. Dennis Hopper. I know, man. Crazy, crazy. Caroline Williams playing Stretch. We've got the amazing Bill Mosley playing Chop Top. uh, And... Practical effects by the one and only Tom Savini. Oh. So 1986 Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Now, obviously, we've done number one. Funnily enough, we're recording on the day that Texas Chainsaw Massacre is 45 years old. Wow. Bloody hell. On this actual day. That's awesome. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Oh, you're such a clever fucker for like making um, it. Okay. <laughs> total luck. <laughs> I don't know how we do this stuff, but sometimes we always time it right. So, I want to hear, Mr. Paul Butcher, tell me your thoughts. This was so This was so different to the first one. So different, I think. I mean, it did have some of kind of the... Um, it had the craziness, but it wasn't as um, dark. It was very... This one that had concentrated more on the quirky aspects, I thought. And and restrained it. It kept with the screaming. That was quite interesting. But it restrained itself in terms of the, I know the madness. I mean, it was mad. It's mad. It isn't. It's bonkers. Yeah. It, but it's sort of just like it dialed it up, introducing like Chop Top and stuff. Like that. And Caroline Williams, a stretch. She was such an interesting character, and screaming all the way through it. <laughs> but not. It just didn't have the. Ah. Uh, it's, 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 it's not as unnerving as the first not, one. That's a good thing. It's not as unnerving. <clears throat> it definitely takes um, Leatherface into another realm it, it, mm. of being more... It reminds me very much of, more of, like, a family. Like, you know, you could almost see that this was um, where Rob Zombie really got his ideas from for House of a Thousand Corpses, 100%, because this is so much more insane and quirky and just all over the shop it's just everywhere um it's batshit but they're obviously on the run from their previous antics and stuff like that feeding texas human chili which i found absolutely (laughs) fucking bonkers (laughs) but chop top as a character is nuts and i I get what what you're saying now about bill mosley in this he is absolutely genius absolute genius and you can see you know, you see Chop Top and then you see, um, you know, Firefly and stuff like that. And you're like, fuck. OK, you can see where he got his like inspiration and stuff like that. Totally, it's, yeah. it's all it's awesome. It was such a fun ride, but just completely 
fucking nuts. It's bonkers, isn't it? It is bonkers. And I think that's why I like it so much, because when I first watched it, I just didn't know where the fuck it was going. I just didn't... How can you follow on... This is the first thing. How can you follow on one of the most craziest, insane rides that you've ever seen? Like, this completely just mind-blowing to do something else. And obviously, like, Toby Hooper never planned on directing it so apparently he he was going to like write it and stuff but it was somebody else going to direct it but apparently because the budget was so low they couldn't afford to get a big director in so he was like fuck it i'll do it myself and he always said that he wanted this one to be very different from the first he's like why would i do the same shit again so i can see uh, and this this movie has got such a big fan base. There are so many people that love this movie, and there's a lot of people that don't like it as well. That obviously prefer the first one, um, because this one is slightly slapsticky in places, a little bit. But it's so different, isn't it? It's so it's so different. You can't really compare. Almost no, there's there's no comparison whatsoever um, in terms of what what's it, what it's going for. Um, this is completely different sort of time period as well. It's moved on, you know, or middle of the eighties and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, you know, the, the radio, L, the angle is absolutely fantastic. Um, there were so many confusing things that I think people of today will be like really interested in commenting on. It's like, why the fuck couldn't they just hang up on those two douchebag jocks that are just like throwing out the radio? I don't understand. <laughs> why? why? Like, just hang up on them. What the fuck are they? What? Just scream they... and just hang up. Yeah, what, 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 they, they rang a couple of times and they had to get their just desserts, definitely. Um, but it was just so weird. I just found like, why the fuck can't you hang up a phone? Is it I like a special bit, phone? Like, uh, <laughs> we want brat lad big titties. <laughs> yeah. But there's some of the, the gore and stuff was still great. Like Tom Savini's done a wonderful job that, you know, the, the half a head. In the you feel like head slice. Oh, that's great. Great, and it had a real, you know, almost Kaufman feel to some of it as well. Um, I the bit where he's like Leatherface has got the that body over the top of him as well. Because <laughs> so I couldn't figure it out. I was like, have they done some really weird special effects here? Are they yeah. like having a weird puppet, and then there's a dude behind him. And I was like, or is that meant to be someone behind him? It took me fucking ages <laughs> yeah, to kind of figure out that it was Leatherface was behind I'm him. Sure. Yeah, because I thought maybe they'd done it on purpose, and it was like this actual thing was there, like with the chainsaw, and then it was just like, but we can see the thing behind it. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought when I first watched it the first time. It's, it's just mental, mental. Yeah, that was fantastic, and it's just that he's not, he's not as daunting, and the mask isn't as good, but it, he's not as foreboding in this. Is it the same actor that's playing? No, it's not. No. It's not going to handsome. No, it's a different one, different guy. And you can definitely tell, I think. You can definitely tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the, the chili was a great idea because obviously South Park has stolen that, which is fantastic. You know, yeah. South Park has stolen anything that's going to be good, right? <laughs> <laughs> one of the most batshit moments in this movie for me was Hop- uh, Dennis Hopper um, buying those chainsaws. 
that, I love I love that scene. It's just so funny. Don't, he just doesn't say anything. Just goes in, puts some money down. But but the the weirdest thing is the chainsaw guy's reaction when he sees him going mental at the log of wood out the back. It's so weird. It's just so fucking weird. So he's weird. he's he's. I don't know how he got Hopper. I'm hoping that you're going to enlighten us with some uh, something later. Because, yeah. uh, obviously, for me, Dennis Hopper's not been like a... I'm not saying he's the most serious actor. I mean, he's in one of my favourite movies, True Romance, that fucking scene with... Um, what's his name? Christian Slayer? No, not Christian Slayer. The, the, it's the whole um, James Gandolfini and christopher walken scene you know when yeah. he says that that fucking monologue that discussion that whole scene is just absolutely stunning but he's he's sort of quirky in there there's sort of a quirk to him and i know he's done some serious acting and stuff but i haven't seen him in a lot a lot Was no he... I, think, I mean I've, he's done loads of stuff in he but i i really liked him in this i don't know why like it's like i don't know he just his character's cool he's just like he's obviously a tortured guy and stuff and he's just like it's just so weird that it's good i don't know what it is about it just his little his little it's like his cowboy hand his tiny little jacket and his like cowboy kind of look with it's almost like cowboy mexican kind of feel it's just weird it's just so weird isn't it but it's good weird it's just like (laughs) i don't know why it's just everything about him is so cool when he makes the little he, he like has the two little chainsaws and he's like making the, the little moves like back to forth and stuff and thinking yeah this will this will be good <laughs> and he even makes the little holders for him which is brilliant it's just fucking crazy yeah and he's using old um stretchers uh bait and she's she's um really fantastic in this she's done a lot of work old caroline williams she's been busy yeah, she's yeah. a busy girl she's done a lot yeah i want to talk about the one thing, because you've got this on Blu-ray, right? The Arrow Blu-ray. Yeah, I got the Arrow, yeah. And you're watching it. Um, when they introduce uh, Chop Top, which is just fucking crazy, that whole thing, when he's just sat there in the in the radio place. What, um, what, <laughs> did you shit yourself when, like, literally Leatherface first gets, comes through the door? Because I fucking forgot about that again. And I knew it was coming. And you know when he's like opens, I shit myself. I was expecting it because I think I'd seen that scene on. Oh really? On uh, something, something in the dark, search of darkness. Because I, I ramped up the volume as well, and I was sat there and I was watching. It, I totally forgot about it. And I just shit myself when he come. I was like, oh my god, it's actually scared me. Actually there's a lot. Me. There's a lot of screaming. Yeah, I know. I had to turn it down after that because there is a lot of screaming. With now. the most weirdest scene. I, and I want you to tell me what was what what do you assume what's your assumption of what what happens next when he chases Stretch into that and he get finally gets in the room after dancing in front of the, the door for over half an hour. What happens? Tell me. Just ends up coming through the wall. Um, but yeah, but what? <laughs> he fancies her. Does he? I guess. And then he starts. She starts wooing him. And then he starts, what, fucking her with the chainsaw, sort of, in his own mind? Is that what he's sort of doing? A bit of foreplay with the chainsaw. And he... With a little bit of, like, like, mind, she's kind of, like, 
you're you're good, you're good, you're 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 not bad, and it's really weird. It's like a bit of like weird shit. She's like almost fucking with his head or something in it. But he definitely comes, <laughs> right? This is another one. He definitely. I don't know if he does. I think he's, I, I, I think, I think he's he has frustrated. A, and then, then he, the way he comes is revving his chainsaw. That's when he's, that's what turns him on, mate. Because so he gets to the point where he is, and he's like, and he goes mental again, and does like a wiggler before he runs out the door again. Yeah, but then he starts like gyrating with the chainsaw uh, as well. Yeah, but it's it's almost something, it's, it's clever, because it, it really, I bet it's like a fucking film, but nerds, fucking wet dream, because... It's clever because he's like obviously sawing all that ice and all the drinks and it's covering her like she's getting all wet. And like obviously she's all like wet and, and glistening and, and like he's getting a bit turned on because she's getting a bit wet and her legs are apart. And I think obviously that's the thing that sets him off. That makes me, him actually think, oh, I actually, actually fancy her because she's a... Got a chance, eh? Yeah, might have a chance. Fucking weird. Yeah. And even later, like, on, like, in the dungeons of the mine shafts and all this sort of shit, when they're having, like, a dance and stuff, and he's just spinning around. He's a good dancer, I thought. So, but, yeah, I thought, I'm pretty sure he had a, a bit of a moment, old leather face. What um, about um, the algae kill, or not kill, where he's hammering him in the head? The hammer was a bit weak for me, but it didn't matter because it was so, it, it, because of the the tone of the movie, so it didn't really make it any any odds to me whatsoever. He was proper, like he wasn't. It, you could tell he wasn't hitting him, um, which is a bit, you know. But it didn't really matter because it was the to- the tone was right for for it. Um, but obviously he went dead, and that was fucking hell when he came out alive later, and he's like bits missing from him. I thought that was fucking great. That's the thing I'd never heard of. Like you know, when you hear like top like fucking most fucked up things and horror movies and stuff. I thought this would be way up there. Like, I'd see clips of this all the time on, like, you know, YouTube or whatever, like, and Twitter. And, like, I, when I saw this, I'd never even heard of what happens. I think it didn't take it seriously, but, the uh, you know, you get Tom Tavini in there. There's some absolutely astounding makeup and stuff in this, which really creeps you out. When he, I couldn't, that was hard to watch when he had his face off and he had half his ribs showing. It was just like, fuck. Poor guy's still alive. She, she's wearing his face and, and just yeah. mad. She doesn't even bother taking it off when she's un, like literally he's car free. She's still wearing his face, looking at him while he kind of takes his last breath. There, there are some like really. And he's still spitting. Yeah, there are some fucked up bits. In the What's with that? Yeah. He's spitting on the floor. He's got half a face missing. All I can say, mate, is lick my plate. Dog's dick. Yeah, there's some fucking great one-liners. You got Dennis Hopper going through the whole mine and do it, causing destruction and taking his taking about three hours to sort of get through the mine shaft and with his chainsaws. You you know who he is. You you worked out. You know the connection, obviously, from the start. He's a, the father of one of the people that died. Is that right? Yeah, I, I think he's the uncle. Right. Um, okay. The uncle of um, what's their names? Sally and Franklin, the little dude in the wheelchair. Right, okay, fuck. Because he finds him, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. He finds him in the wheelchair. <laughs> and his torch is still working all those years later. I 
know, he took me a while to work out who the fuck that was. That reason that torch. That was fucking, that was just, that was a great touch. That was a great touch. Where's Loon? <laughs> I, I think it'd take you a while to work out. If you hadn't seen that move for a while, though, you would have to really, like, like work out who the fuck was that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fucking crazy. I mean, we get a full-blown chainsaw fight. That's badass. I love that bit. Because not, not often you see, like, full-on chainsaw versus chainsaw. Nice. Good fun. Um, then you get this weird, obviously, this weird fight between Caroline Williams' character Stretch and uh, Bill Mosley's Chop Top. Like, it's, that's, like, ropey as hell. He's, I mean, he's kind of nicking her legs and stuff with the knife. Yeah, but you're, you, you're, we haven't even talked about the dinner scene. I'll go on and... <laughs> well, the, the, the second dinner scene where they bring... Is it Grandpa, who's like 137 years old? The makeup is fucking cool on him, though. Savini did a fucking awesome job on that because he's fucked. And he's like all like limp, and they're trying to make him do the kill, and he just can't kill her. And it's just like... And then, and then like, Dennis Hopper um, chainsaws the cook guy in the ass. Chainsaws him in the ass, and that's when he knows he's going to die, doesn't he? And he finds that grenade. Bit, bit annoying. You don't see anything, but budget constraints, I suppose. You know. Yeah, they did what they could, but then we obviously get the chop top up the stairs fight, which is just like nasty, isn't it? When he's just fucking ah. Oh. One thing that puts like really puts like hairs on the back of my neck up is when you know when people are slashing because he's not like obviously stabbing; he's just slashing her like. Yeah, that, that horrible. Oh. That's loads of cuts, and then oh, we get horrible. This end scene is just—I don't know—on another level for weirdness. Your grandma, right, with another chainsaw. <laughs> the Who, shrine. She's alive, right? Uh, I think so. She was sort of in my head. In my what I could see, I thought she was fucking moving, and then <laughs> I, I saw. When she finally gets the chainsaw working and and takes out Chop Top and he gets followed, great, one of the fucking best falls I think I've seen, like in a movie where he like That's literally goes, well, goes down the pipe and stuff. Like that. I thought that was absolutely fucking genius. But her sort of emulating the first like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the first one with the, the chainsaw dance. I did. I thought that was, that annoyed. That was probably my my big annoyance, I think, because I was like, oh, that's a shame, because was, it wasn't as good, and it sort of looked a bit maybe too campy. And I know because of the tone of the movie or what they're doing, but I just thought that was that was a step too far for me. I didn't need that. However, however, then I saw Grandma get up behind her. I'm pretty sure if you, that, if you need to watch it again, mate, she, really? Grandma is getting up behind her as she's doing that dance. Either the actress... Who's doing it? Or it's on purpose. I thought you oh might have God, to. I'm going to rewind that back and have a look. Yeah. She just gets up and I was like, Grandma's just got up. This is fucking, is it a Texas Chainsaw 3? Throws <laughs> <laughs> her off. Fucking weird. Yeah, that, that is a bit weird, the old dance at the end, but it's almost like she's just been, it's almost like a victory thing, I suppose, because like, like she's been through all that. And then, or does she, yeah, she's just, or does she gone mental? <laughs> like, cause she's just gone through the most distraught thing in her life. Um, 
Really, really good fun watch, though, man. Really enjoyed it. I'm That's glad you picked this one. Batshit, isn't it? It's just crazy. Another one ticked off the box, mate. I like that. Yeah. Also, I've got to add, man, like, the production design on this is fucking crazy. Like, their whole lair where they're hiding out and stuff. It's all decked up really cool. And, like, that whole tunnel is all lit up by, like, Christmas lights and all that stuff. <clears throat> That's all real as well. It's like they literally have to do half a mile tunnel of like all these lights throughout the tunnel. And that's how they lit it. Cause they had to obviously film down there. So it's, you know, it's quite clever. Wonderful all, like, job. The bone structures and all that sort of shit. And, and yeah, it's, I thought it was pretty. Well, well, I thought the attention to detail with all the, the props and everything, like the busyness, like especially in the radio station, as well as the layer. Yeah, yeah. Definitely is where Rob Zombie's got his ideas for the amount of stuff that you kind of clutter that you would get in that situation. Mm. Um, And, yeah, and you can can see that in notes written all over the Firefly's house. I thought it was fantastic. I thought, like, you're right, the set design in this is fucking genius. Um, Yeah, really, really good. Really good. Really enjoyed it. It um, It's definitely uh, cheered me up watching that movie. (laughs) I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. Uh, right, dude, have you got any Matt's facts for us, please? I haven't got any on this one, I'm afraid. Wanker. Of course you <clears throat> Only joking. Of course I've got some Matt's facts on this one. So, me and you have had the honour of meeting uh, Mr. Bill Mosley at the For Love of Horror a few years back. And um, it's really interesting how he got the role. So... He was a big fan of Toby Hooper. Um, Bill Mosley created a short film parody entitled The Texas Chainsaw Manicure, where he played a small role as a hitchhiker and showed it to a screenwriter who was able to show it to Toby Hooper. Hooper loved it and kept Mosley in mind for a part. Should he ever make a sequel? When that time came to cast Chainsaw 2, Mosley was contacted for the role of Chop Top, the hitchhiker's twin brother. So that's who he is. So you know the hitchhiker from the first movie that gets in the truck with him at the start and he's crazy and he starts like cutting himself. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Chop Top is his twin brother. Oh, okay. So which brings me on to another Matt's fact, which is, you know the corpse they're dancing around with? Yeah. And they use him as like a puppet and stuff. His name is Nubbins. And that is that is um, meant to be the corpse of the uh, twin brother. Oh, really? Apparently so, yeah. So he's the hitchhiker from the first movie. You know, the guy with the wispy hair and little tash. Lovely nod. I like that. <clears throat> Couldn't That's see it, but, you know, lovely nod. <laughs> um, Toby Hooper makes a cameo in this movie. So, you know, when they go to the hotel room, Stretch goes to the hotel room where, where Dennis Hopper's staying. And you see the guy with the red hat and the red coat and the beard. Yeah. It weirdly stands outside the like hotel room and throws that can of Dr. Pepper and then walks off. That's Toby Hooper. <laughs> <laughs> this one is a crazy one. Um, so Caroline Williams, when she went for the audition of Stretch, she apparently, when she, they called her up, literally jumped out of her chair, went screaming down the hallway like full on screaming like she was being chased, runs into the auditioning room, gets Toby Hooper, grabs his chair and barricades the door. 
at the start of her audition. It must have gave her credibility right at the start. How crazy is that? She's that's like, fucking awesome. What an audition. It's pretty crazy. Isn't it? You can see where we've got our girl. That's the one. That's why there's so much screaming in it. It's like, right, if you're going to do that, bitch, let's, let's hear it. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, little, a little thing that's quite funny in it. I thought it's quite funny. Like I looked up. Chopped up ass stretch of the tape of the opening scene murders is from Rambo 3. That was made in 1988. Um, so Rambo 3 had not even been released at this time. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 came out and it was released two years later. Wow. And also released by Canon Films. Yeah, it was really nice to see the Canon on there. Dennis Hopper has been on record to say this is his worst movie that he actually hated. And then Super Mario Brothers came out. (laughs) Okay, fair play. Uh, Last little one, which is quite interesting as well. A fire erupted one night in the downtown Austin building where much of the movie took place. When firemen arrived, they found bodies and thought they'd stumbled upon the lair of a psychopathic murderer. And it was actually like all the stage bodies. Which is quite funny. And the kill count in this is eight. Well. And they're all male. That's good. So on that note then, to rate it, I'd also give it an eight. I would probably say um, that's fair. An eight is good. Um, but I really want to delve into all the extras as well. Yeah, it's got loads of special features on the arrow. I, I can't wait. After it. I've watched all that, it'd probably be a nine for me. Yeah, mate, I imagine the, the making of this is fantastic. What a fucking ride, man. Great, great pick. Absolutely. I'm glad you liked it. That's good. Yeah. Good one, mate. So, that is eight breaths out of ten for Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Now, it's your pick, Mr. Paul Butcher. So, what are you going to pick? Ooh, well, um... <laughs> what was that? Well, it's a little... Like a ghost. It was a ghost, Matt, so I wonder what I'm going to pick. <laughs> Ghostbusters? Uh, yes, Matthew, I think I will pick Ghostbusters. Are you joking? No, because we have never done it. And do you know what? Did we Have we ever done an episode where we've gone, we've watched the original and the new one. I can't remember if we've ever done that. I think we fell on it by accident once. Well, we've done, we've done like, obviously we've done Halloween 2 and reviewed Halloween Kills. But yeah, almost. But Ghostbusters. So we're going to do Ghostbusters. Fair play, mate. We're going to do Ghostbusters. You happy on that? Absolutely. Love a bit of busting. Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters Afterlife. Do you know why? Busting makes me feel good. <laughs> Okay, cool. I'm glad you're happy with that. Okay, well, that's uh, wraps up episode 91. Um, Oh, my God. On to episode 92. We've got a fucking feast for you. Uh, And who are you going to call? It's Ghostbusters. Not only are we going to review Ghostbusters Afterlife, the new new movie from Jason Reitman, we are going to review the 1980s Ghostbusters. Um, this would be, a, I can't wait to talk about that. It's going to be a cracker. And we, we still haven't got anything for our summer to stream about. So if you want to get in touch, um, listen to the end, get our social media details and send us a message and tell us what you'd like us to talk about. Until then. Thank you for listening, guys. When there's no more room in hell, here's another podcast. I am the devil and I am here to do the devil's work. You can follow us on Twitter at draw one last. 
Instagram at draw one last breath or pop us an email at draw one last breath pod at hotmail.com.